Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. All right, Sclones, welcome to the Sklungle. The Sklar Brothers are here. Thank you, Jim Rome, for letting us uh, take over just for today and tomorrow. We'll be back next week. We're already talking about next week, but oh my God, do we have a show today, Jay? I cannot wait. We got wait. a show, brother. We it's got good a show. To see you. I'm so it's good to see you, but I'm very like we don't see each other. In yeah, our lives. we see each other all the time, so I don't need to say it's good to see you. That's it's good to truly. hear you on the radio. It's good to be back in the jungle. Pomp and circumstance. Thank you to everyone who's joining us on uh, CBS Sports Network on TV and on the radio. Great show today. Our buddy Gar Ryness will be in studio. I believe maybe the first in-studio guest in 15 months. But he's a visual guy. You got to see him do the batting stances. Agreed. He knows his baseball. So much to talk about. We're in the heat of the heat of the heat of baseball season. I'm going to make sure he didn't scuff up his bat at all. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows if he's what got spider. He might have spider tack on the bat just to keep it, uh, keep the rotation. more of a pitching thing. Right? I don't know, but with Gar Ryness, he might put, spy- the batting stance guy might put spider tack on his bat. So he's going to come up in an hour two. Tony Luffman, we're going to talk about the uh, NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Got started last night. I don't know if you watched a little bit of that. I but- watched Tampa Bay. Like, enough Tampa Bay. You got your titles. Your title town. Tampa Bay, is, Tampa Bay is Boston in the mid-2000s right now. They're going to Super Bowls. They're winning. They're going to World Series. They're losing. They got Bush Gardens. They got a lot of stuff. It's Florida, man. They're straight up dominating they right now. They are dominating almost all sports. They're just destroying Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. <laughs> there should be a max mass exodus from Jacksonville to Tampa Bay right now. Tampa is like, you, you can't even touch us. T- Tampa's, Tampa's looking at Orlando and like, Mm-mm. I don't know if this is true. If Let you, me ask you this, and I just don't even know this is true. Is Tampa and Orlando, is that the same thing? Tampa it could Orlando, be. I don't know. Same area. Same thing. If I say Tampa Bay, is that like a tell that I'm not from there? Like, yeah. They're just like, it's Tampa. It's Tampa. It's not Tampa Bay. There is a bay there, but it's not Tampa Bay. Right. So it's like calling it New Orleans. <laughs> they know you're not from there when you say that. Tampa is like, I, I feel like Tampa might might win three games, and then the Canadians are like, we're not even going to play the fourth. They might sweep them in three. That's how that's how dominant Tampa was yesterday. They feel it, like they, Tampa, I mean, the Canadians are like me when I had my first baby like the first night you're like oh i'm in over my head yeah this is gonna be i thought i could do this it's just the first night oh i can't handle this nope that's what it felt like in their eyes you could see it in their eyes so so we'll get into that with tony luffman uh tony luffman is later great energy great energy we're gonna talk to him and then the bottom of the first hour there is nfl news there's lots of stuff happening in the nfl where's aaron Rodgers gonna land is the tim tebow experiment over yet i don't know uh, we're going to find out about all that. Our buddy Adam Rank from the NFL Network, bottom of hour one. But we start tonight, or today, we start today talking about what happened last night in the NBA playoffs. Playoff P, baby. He he stopped being pandemic P. And he we had a whole take about I, in the first half, we're like writing the take for what's going to be today. And we're like, this is Paul cla- George is trash. He's awful. How dare he try to be, try to suggest that he can carry a team. No. And then the third quarter happens. And everyone, if you look at what everyone's saying today, everyone is saying Paul George is the reason why this team is, is still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Paul George is still playing and other superstars are not still playing. Paul George has been slagged too hard by people. Lay off of Paul George. And Paul George is getting a lot of love right now. I'm saying don't crown him yet. Don't crown him yet. 
Don't crown this guy yet. Dennis Green is saying, you want to crown him? Don't We're crown saying, him. Don't crown him yet. Don't we crown just, him yet. Wait, the Bears are what we thought they were. The, the Bears are what we thought they were. <laughs> what we, thought they were. <laughs> we played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason? Exactly. Like <laughs> bull- That's right. We played them in the third you game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are what we thought, thought they, they were. were. Smack, you want to crown That's them? That's why we took the damn field. That's Thank right. You. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. That's right. You want to crown them? Do that. Do so, not. Thank you, Alvy. But I, I will say that uh, the, the Clippers are where they are because of Paul George. That's right. So if you want to talk about Paul George, and again, I think Paul George is a great player. I do not think Paul George should be crowned. No. Because if you look at this series, if Paul George would have made the free throws in game two. Yep. I was at the game on Saturday night. He had multiple opportunities. Excuse they me. had they had five possessions where they empty trips in the fourth quarter. They their defense kept them in that game. Jay, you can't even you can't even talk right now. I'm getting choked up about Paul George. So the, the point is that like he he had he, they took empty trips at the end of that game when their defense held the Phoenix Suns. Paul George and, takes bad shots. I, I'm not. That's not a weird thing to say. Paul George makes bad shots a lot of the time, but mm-hmm. Paul George takes bad shots, and when he misses them, they look even worse. Right. Okay. We said this about Manu Ginobili, and I'll even say it about Kevin Durant. When dudes missing shots, you're like, he's got a bald spot. You see bald the ball getting bigger. The ball spot gets bigger. The light goes on it. Right. And so Paul George, before we crown him as the greatest player ever, and yes, he scored 41 points last night, but I say Paul George is a, is a second and third quarter superstar. Mm-hmm. He is not your fourth quarter superstar. He does not close out games properly. Paul George had multiple plays even last night where he had a lackadaisical dribble behind the back that was stolen. And you're up 14, so it doesn't So it doesn't doesn't affect you, but if that's a one-possession game, Paul George missed two free throws in game two that could have iced it, then the lob in the impossible last-second play to Aiton doesn't happen. The valley oop. The valley oop doesn't happen, and they're 1-1. And then if you take Saturday night's game, game four, and if he can make a couple plays down the stretch and not have multiple empty trips down the stretch, and if they could close out game four... Last night's game would have been a closeout game, and the Clippers are heading to the NBA Finals. So Paul George right now is the reason the Clippers are where they are. He's the reason they're down one. If we're talking about Paul George and the games he could have won, he's one and two right now. He won last He's minus night. one. He's minus one. Now, I'm not saying he can't lead them. I'm not saying I'm not counting him out. I'm just not crowning him. I'm not counting him out uh, for game six. Now, if he can carry the team crown through ass. game six, crown ass. If I, if, if, if he can carry him through game six, if he can get him through game seven and get him to the finals, I think that's all he needs to right. overcome. He doesn't have to even win the, the stigma. Finals. Yes. He because does. the Clippers are doing this without their best player. Paul George, you are not their best player. You are Robin. You are not Batman, Paul George. They got Paul George in order to get Kawhi Leonard, quote my cousin Steve. <laughs> Not the not the other way around. They weren't like, let's get Kawhi Leonard to see if we can lure Paul George here. Think about that. That's not what they were doing. It was the other way around. And yes, Kawhi Leonard is not there right now. So perhaps some people are saying, hey, Paul George is allowed to shine a little bit more and he's allowed to score more. Yes. But here's my question about Kawhi Leonard. And I don't want to, you know, question his motives and his choices. And I know he's not like a vociferous guy. Mm -hmm. I know he doesn't like bond a team together. I know he doesn't do pregame speeches. Why is he not on the bench? Yeah. What's he doing up in the box? Dude, Steve Ballmer is closer to the team than Kawhi Leonard is right now. And that's making people uncomfortable. There are people on the Clippers who are like, why don't we switch Ballmer for for Kawhi? Let's get him up. 
put Balmer <laughs> out of the box. <laughs> like Howard Dean thinks he's out of control. You can't put Balmer in a box. <laughs> you just can't. Steve Balmer. Steve Balmer. I feel like Steve. You should hire Steve Ballmer to perform at every gender reveal party. <laughs> Instead of lighting stuff on fire, he goes nuts and tells you what the sex of your baby's going to be. Oh, we're having a boy? Okay. okay Thank you, Steve. Yeah! We're having a girl. Thank okay. you. Thank, Thank you, you, Steve. One pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. Cool. You got a boy. But anyway, so why is Kawhi Leonard, I agree. Why isn't he down with the team? Wouldn't you want him on the bench? I mean, just down there to, like, give people high fives and be like, we're back in this to game? To give people high fives to also, like, I don't care if Kawhi Leonard is in street clothes. First of all, I want to see what kind of street clothes he's in. Because he also doesn't strike me, Kawhi Leonard, as a guy who cares about his fashion. Right. Like, Kawhi Leonard would wear sweatpants to a funeral. Or, like, true, and like, true religion jeans. <laughs> Like how much? What it do, baby? How much embroidery is on the back of Kawhi Leonard's jeans? You got to ask that question. Right. But is I would Kawhi, like. Is Kawhi Leonard wearing a sweatshirt from the Gap? Yeah. <laughs> Just how is that possible? Why is Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard could be the spokesman for Old Navy? We don't know. Yeah. Easily. Easily. And not Old Navy. The Old Navy outlet store. Yeah, there's an old Navy Alistair on the way down. If yeah, you, we were driving to the. If you, to the dri- if you drive down, you drive in in uh, Southern in California. There's an old Navy outlet store, which to me is the weirdest thing ever. Like, who walked into Old Navy, looked around, and said, "You know what? This is, I'm not. I'm gonna wait till it gets to the outlets. I'm not gonna pay three dollars for eighteen pairs of pants. I'll wait till it get to the outlets. Yeah, let me let me let that price come down a little bit. So, Kawhi, so Kawhi Leonard as the face of the Old Navy outlet. I would love to see him down the floor, but why isn't Kawhi Leonard down there on the floor coaching guys up, saying, "Paul, I'm looking at this right here. You got to go here and you got to do that." And yes, apparently he came down at halftime the other night, and or maybe it was last night, and and talked to the team or game two. He sh- that shouldn't be a big deal. You sh- he you should be, in be with ev- the team. Every huddle. Team. I, it just makes it in some... Okay, he could be really a part of it, and he could be yeah. really connected to the team, but the optics of it are weird, right. in my opinion. And this was the year, if you... You know, for Clippers fans... Let me, let me put it to you this way. I had a chance... So I got a jersey when I was at the game. Yeah, I fanboyed out. Got mm-hmm. a jersey in the game. I had an option. You get a Paul George jersey, a Kawhi Leonard jersey... I got a Reggie Jackson jersey. Yeah, sure. And they're not even Reggie Jackson, the basketball player. Reggie Jackson, the baseball player. I got a player. 1973 A's jersey. That's Reggie. incredible. No, no, I'm telling you, Reggie Jackson, when you think about this series, when you think about, they should name a candy bar after Reggie Jackson. They the should, basketball the basketball player. player. When he, when you think about what he's done this series, nine games of 20 points or more in the, in, in the postseason. So Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Jackson, the basketball player, has to do what Michael B. Jordan, the actor, has to do, is make you not think about the original. You have to carve out his own thing, and he's kind of doing it. But I love his energy. I love that he wants the ball. I love that he takes the shot. I, in a weird way, you're like, we need this guy. Right. I, who, so let me ask you this: Would you rather Paul George had the ball at the end of the game or Reggie Jackson? No, I would rather I would rather Reggie Jackson has the. I, I love that I answered your either or question with, with a, a no. no. Thanks, Reggie Jackson. 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 So, so that is where the Clippers are, and and Paul George is the reason they're. He's the reason they won yesterday. He had a terrible first half, but his third quarter was amazing, and he put them in position to sort of coast towards the end of that game. And their defense did. Their defense has been great throughout. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, Saturday night when they had it in that game. Everybody last night, Pat Beverly hit a big three. Pat Beverly's clowning of Chris Paul after he, I would say, inadvertently undercut him. Yeah. 
was maybe one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It was pretty funny. Pat Beverly doing the double, like, <laughs> yeah. shimmy shake, like he's making fun of what Chris Paul just did. And Chris Paul, by the way, one of our fa- one of my favorite players. Yeah. Well, and he's Paul. a guy who <clears throat> I think Chris Paul to me somewhat in, in, in L.A. sports lore is like Kershaw to me. He's like one of the best players w- before Kershaw won the World Series last year. Who doesn't have a ring. Who doesn't have a ring. So if in the lore of sports, as a sports fan in general, I think Chris Paul deserves a ring. He's the type of player who should have a ring. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So I wouldn't be mad if if Phoenix went to the NBA Finals, and I wouldn't be mad if if Chris Paul won. I actually think that'd be good for the game, good for good for the NBA, because a guy like that deserves a ring. But he does flop a lot, and and you know what? I'm, I'm as I'm watching this series, I'm thinking, you know, what what a what a missing piece pain has been since he got hurt in this series. Like you think about his. Game. He got hurt at the beginning of game three. Right. And so game two, he had sent. 29 points. Yeah. No turnovers when he took over for Chris Paul. That's a guy they're missing right now. Bridges hasn't really shown up in this series. Bridges looks like he's 12 years old. He does. He's got Bridges! the face of a 12-year-old kid. He does. And the body of a 12-year-old kid. But he has not stepped up. So the Suns have opened the door. <clears throat> this is a series. This I think this series... In saying this right now, and watch tomorrow night, it'll be a completely so. Different I story. don't know because you just don't know. Like you don't because I don't think home court advantage means as much right now. I just don't think I so. Think and I across think all sports, it doesn't mean it anymore. Like it, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter if if you're playing at home. Look at the World Series where the when it was the the Nationals every and the Astros every. Away team every won. away team won every game. It's like, what is home field, home court advantage? Yeah, doesn't mean know, anything. I don't know that that matters. And it is interesting because I, I, I don't want to knock the Staples Center crowd, but knock them, Jay. Go ahead and knock them. I was, I was surprised that it wasn't louder. Like I was surprised. Was it loud when Warren G came out? Warren G came out at halftime, and I was like, all right, this. This will tell you what the Clippers organization is. I love Warren G, and I love that choice. <laughs> so the Clippers, much. like the Lakers, would have gotten Snoop. We got his cousin. That's right. We got and and I was waiting for a Nate Dog hologram. I'm like Lakers would have had a Nate Dog hologram. Clippers don't have the technology to have a Nate Dog hologram there singing with him on but a regular. He, he he sang Regulators Mount Up, and I think that was the loudest the Stable Center got the whole game. And that's a pretty chill song when you think about it, because it's like it is. It's looping chill. a Doobie Brothers. Track. That's right. But man, that was exciting. First of all, what was he wearing? First of all, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Warren G looked like he worked for the Clippers. He looked like he was in marketing for the Clippers. He looked like he was a systems analyst for the, Yeah. He like put he he what was he wearing? Was he, he wearing, was wearing like a Clippers like it wasn't even like it's one of those things where like is it a sweatshirt or isn't it it has like a zip, zip up, up thing is it like an Orvis? Yeah. He's wearing like an Orvis. <laughs> Did he have his cell phone clipped to his belt? It almost was holstered and and I'm like he looks like the guy who takes Warren G out to the spot that he needs to go to and he's like this is where you have to sing from this area. That's what Warren G looked like when he was out there. I'm like why? I, not that Warren G has to be like he does not giant oversized Zubats jersey, but I'm like, please, like he really did. I'm like this. This is no Warren G is, is please. 
Does I mean, he work for the Clip? I don't know what he, he does. Might, he might work for the Clippers right now. He might be a mid-level marketer. Right. After his performance, he could have shown some people to a box. Possibly. You don't know. And I don't know what that is a euphemism for. So wait, he was, and he and Warren G was amazing? Amazing. Two songs. Just did two songs and lit the place up. Why did they just up. have him do two songs? I don't know. It was halftime. They didn't have enough time. But man, he... And the place went nuts. They were so happy. 16 in the clip and one oh, in the hole. Nate, Nate Dogg is about, about to make some bodies turn cold. cold. And that's how it felt out there. So, so, but what, and yet during the game, you didn't feel that same excitement for I the didn't. Clippers themselves. I, I felt more energy for Warren G. So, and, so that's important because game six, you cut back to the Staples Center and you say to yourself, is that an advantage for the Clippers? Is there momentum? That's the thing. I feel like. It's like comedy, Ren. Right. It, it is like why you can't do like an hour set in New York City. Because when people go out to see comedy in New York City or in like cities like Los Angeles, there's so many other things going on that night. That that's one of four one things. of four things that they're doing. Going we out to dinner, we're going to see comedy, then we're going to go to a bar, then we're going to go to a club. But you go to like Phoenix, then we're going to go to an after party where everybody's whispering. It's in an old teddy bear factory, and you just there's a pat there's like a password to get in. You go to Phoenix, you go to Milwaukee, yeah, you go to cities like that. Where even I, Atlanta has a lot going on too, but Atlanta like. The, the sports game, the team that's... That is it. That's it. That's the game that's in town. That's what you're doing. And that you're is so the big game in town. Right. And so people, you know, plan for that. People make a big deal out of that. People are ready for that for hours until the game. And then... And so you focus. think you come to L.A., it's not going to be a massive... And L.A. crowds have never... I mean, the Lakers fans and the Forum and all that stuff, they obviously was an advantage playing there. But... I just I agree with you. I don't think I don't think you're coming back for Game Six, going like, "Well, we got all the all the momentum." They, they're not winning in our building. That's you, right. I'm not saying that. I'm saying our team has to play well. The fans aren't like if the Clippers go on like a a 6-0 run somewhere in the second quarter. You're not like, "Uh oh, it's the building's going to take over now." Uh oh, no. Uh oh, <laughs> Carl Lewis. Uh, well, it's interesting and it's exciting, and I and we will talk about. We'll talk more basketball. We'll take your calls. Let us know. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what you. I, yeah, so give we're the number not. In. So okay, one eight hundred six three six eight six eight six, or email us at romanhabitake.com. We want to hear from you guys throughout. Tweet the show. us. We're at Scholar Brothers. I again, I agree. I think Paul George has to win these last two games for the Clippers. The Clippers can't just win. Paul George has to win these last two games for them in order f to change the narrative of pandemic. P will be gone forever. If you that's right. Last two. If he's if he becomes more than just a second and third quarter player, and he becomes a fourth quarter player again, last night even in that game they were up 12, 13 points at the end of the game. Behind the back, steal, stolen from him, picked weird. his pocket. Weird, right? It is a little weird. It is weird. All right, let's take a break, shall yes. we? Let's take yes. a break. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you, and to succeed, you need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges you're up against and get you safely to where you want to be. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Segment two, this thing is rolling, Jay. Little killer Mike. Little Big killer boy. Mike. I love it. Big boy, so great. Uh, we are the Scholar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome with CBS Sports Radio. Alvin Garrett in the room with us in the other room. Great to see these guys. It's always great to come back here. I mean, we've done this, this time enough This year now. is a great time. Wimble, Someone, Wimbledown is happening. I love Wimbledown. Do you know I've been to Wimbledown? Have you really? I was there. Nobody was there, but I went to center court. You can go in, and I uh -huh. just went to center court. 
and I looked at it through the gallery. And it's just beautiful. It is such a it is such a historic smaller place. than you thought smaller than the, you think it's gonna yeah, be. It's right. probably like if we went to Cameron Indoor Stadium, we'd be like, this is a high school gym, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. So we talked to the top of the show about uh, playoff P stepping up in one game, but he still he he could have won game two. Probably should have won game four if he comes down and sinks a couple of shots instead of five or six empty trips at the end of that game. He did win game five for them. Okay? He helped. Marcus Morris Sr. Marcus Morris Sr. Twin power to that Boogie brother. Cousins is getting some run. Boogie Cousins, I feel like, was in a glass case. They broke it in case of emergency. In case of emergency. Get that boogie. Damn, he was good. He was good. The, the, the we- He's strong. Well, the weird... The weird and one that he got where he was like under the backboard and, and then flipped it, it up. At, up. That to me was straight up rec league. Yes. That's when like he's the guy who like as you're running back on defense, everyone on your team, if you're guarding him, is like, dude, guard him. Guard him. And you're like, I am. I am guarding him. Like, how does he have three knee braces on? He's got two knees. Anyway, let's read some tweets or read some uh, emails. From Wooden Laconic. Mm-hmm. So good to see the Sklar Brothers in the jungle today. War Kawhi Leonard rocking an old Navy sweatshirt and white New Balance from the bench. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a, Do you know those old man white New Balances that oh, are like, oh, they're know. like all leather. And, they, they're and you're so, like, what are those? And they're like, those are 404s. And you're like, wait, no, 404 is like the error message I get whenever like a, a web page won't yeah, load. Yeah, like I, the, the, my page won't load. It's a file oh. error. for these. Are, you got the New Balance file, file error 404? I do. They're great. Hey, Sklars, uh, what are you guys thinking? Paul George can't close out big games? Psh, please sign James Harden. Aaron, Aaron in Iowa, thank you. Please. Please. Psh, please. Our old buddy Vinny Hardy. Love, Love this Vinny Hardy. As Clippers fans, you guys know better than anybody, Paul George is setting us up to go full pandemic P tomorrow. Yeah, he is. This is right. Clippers Nation's nation's heart. Okay, I'm going to say this. I want to talk about this for a second, what it means to, uh, and I speak to the fandom, what sports fandom is. I don't enjoy watching my team play high-pressure games. I I defy you to find a diehard sports fan who says, I love watching my team in a tight, important game. It's like work. It's not fun. It's so bad. I was burying my face in my shirt. I took a step outside of myself while I was at the Clippers game on, on Saturday night. And I was like, what is this guy going through right now? You. What are you going through? I was miserable. Right. They because, weren't hitting shots. Right. I was mad. I'm like, do I have to go down there and talk to the team? I'm like, why can't we move the ball around? Can we you, change the You were going to go down there when Kawhi Leonard is up in a box. Right. And it's miserable. Yeah. Like when I'm watching the other side, the Eastern side of the playoffs, I'm like, this, this is fun. fun. You watch, Again, you watch Ice Trey shimmy before he fun. hits a three. It's fun. It's fun. to me that is like when you don't have a dog in the race that is enjoyable. That's for when sports. sports is fun. When you are watching your team that you care about that has never gotten this far in the playoffs in over fifty years, when you are invested so deeply in the game, when you love your team so much you hate them, that's fandom. That's what I say to anybody. If if your team loses and it doesn't ruin your weekend, then you're not a fan. You don't care enough. You're not a fan. It's not, it doesn't mean that much to you. And you know, in some ways, that's great. That's sometimes why I enjoy watching golf because I'm like, I'm not really a fan of anybody per se. I like certain guys. I want them to win. But in the end, I'm like, I just want to see great shots. 
Right. The more you can divorce yourself from the outcome, the more you can enjoy sports. That's just a fact. By the way, we're watching a little bit. It's it's on in the studio, a little bit of Wimbledon, and Roger Federer is playing, and the guys playing against him just hit a drop shot that he hit the type of drop shot that says, this is how old you are. Yeah. It's come, like, get, come get it, old man. It, he hit the drop shot that was like, okay, I just told you how old you were. You're not getting that. He hit the kind of drop shot where... It's like you read a number of the next person in line at a bakery, and you're like, I'm going to read this so low so that you don't hear it. That's right. He just, I'm going to make li- you ask. I'm going to slice this Arby's beef so thin. We got the meats. Who, uh, who's on the line? Because I think we got from Mark in Hollywood. That flowered shirt is making our eyes bleed. There you go. Is that who's bleed? on the- Oh, this is jo- Matt in L.A. Matt in L.A. Oh, Matt in L.A. You're on the line. I always love when you call in. How you doing, buddy? First off, Sklar's. The pandemic has prevented me from seeing my favorite twin brothers live. So after my call, I want you to let all of us clones know in the L.A. area, even in the O.C. Hell, San Diego, where we could see the scars within the next few months. Amen. Because worlds are colliding. The jungle and Scarborough country are merging like some Soviet Union superpower circa 1980 <laughs> without the stained forehead of the leader, all right? And I am here for it all three hours. Fellas, thank you for coming in and spelling the jungle. I'm fresh off of a DFL for a smack off. Worst call ever, and I'll tell you what, I am going to wear it like Gorbachev wears that stain. I love it. All right? And I love it. So wore I Ray Craig using acorns as earbuds (laughs) and a Sucrest box as an iPod. More fizzy bobo drizzle using a corn husk as a whisk broom. But unwar, Hollywood and Tony LaRusa and Mark in Hollywood being paired with Fat Perry for a reboot of Weekend at Bernie's. Mm -hmm. It's not fresh, Hollywood. It sucks. Keep it up, Sklar Brothers. Love you guys. Love Love you, Matt in L.A. Sorry you got run, but, man, I think think he's got the goods, man. I I love the acorns as earbuds. I'll take that any day of the week, brother. Uh, If you want to see us do some comedy, we'll tell you right now, Jay. We got a couple things coming up. If you want to watch us on television Mm -hmm. do comedy, uh, I don't know why we're keeping this a secret. We're on America's Got Talent tonight. Tonight! Bros. Doing comedy in front of millions of people. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I like what we did. Yeah. So check that out. Uh, that's I believe tonight. it's on NBC tonight. I believe it is. So check that I'm out. We're allowed to say those call. I don't letters think we can say network. those call letters on this network. But hey, check it out. Check it out there. If you're in LA, we're doing uh, a great comedy show called Supernova. It's an unbelievable show on July 9th, mm-hmm. and we are. And then we're again doing it on the 25th. It's a phenomenal show. Show in up in Hollywood. Hollywood. So come, Matt. Matt, come out and see us, brother. We'd love uh, to see you out there, brother. Brother. Uh, and and I want to get back to what we were saying about about the Clippers and what and their. I wonder chances. what Matt thinks about him if he's a if he's a uh, Lakers fan or a Clippers well, so, fan. So I think a lot of Clippers fans. Vinny Hardy said it. Vinny the Air Fryer Hardy. Yeah, he heats up like an he air heats fryer, up like an air healthy. fryer. Healthy. He's healthy for you. Vinny Hardy heats up, and he's right about Clippers fans. So we we are trained in our hearts, and this is the story of any franchise that just can't get over. You you say when is the other shoe going to drop? When are we going? Our our hopes are up after this last game. We're coming home. It's that one game at a time. Everyone thinks they're the is it the O four uh, Red Sox? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks they're the O four Red Sox. They were down three zero. They got to win four games. Hey, we were only down three one. Clippers. 
fans, Clippers are saying, fans are saying out there to the world. Yeah. You know, the Suns. Or you say to yourself, you're a Clippers fan, remember when the Houston series a few years back when you were up 3-1 and, and you, you lost couldn't close and it you out. couldn't close it out. Maybe this is reverse karma for that. Maybe. You never know. Again, you've got a Suns team that is young. Okay, you've got a young Suns team in terms except, except for Chris Paul. Chris Paul and, is and except for DeAndre Ayton, who I swear to God, the guy looks like he's 70 years old. DeAndre Ayton looks like Uncle Drew's uncle. Yes. He's great Uncle <clears throat> Drew, essentially, at this point. He looks like Greg Oden's dad. <laughs> he's he has the face. Of your grandpa and the body of like a 1980s, like the body of an 80s NBA star. He's lanky arms. Mm -hmm. He's got like a key. There are times where his body was moving like a Kim Olajuwon. Yeah. I mean it. I was impressed. Today. Yeah. No, I was impressed by Aiton. And I think he's going to be a star. And Booker's phenomenal, too. They're great, but they're young. They may not be able to close. Who knows? Who knows? Shall we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Uh, uh, Who are we listen to? Randy? This is Art Lowen. I found this on an album of uh, stuff of sad songs about the times. Old school. This is probably the guy's only song that he ever released. Nice. You gotta love it. It's like there's a glitch in the matrix. Like he can't. He and, can't, and Jason Sklar. Like the computer like the, doesn't want it to happen. He doesn't. No one wants to give you top billing. In the on future, this show. there will be no Randy Sklar. It is only <laughs> like just. It's like Gattaca. We are back. Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome. So happy to be here. We've got. We're gonna be here tomorrow. Garrett Ritt jip, jumping in the studio with Thanks, a little uh, email. Want to read that, Jay? Garrett's wearing a sweatshirt from the Gap. Um, <laughs> dear Sklars, G- G- he's actually wearing a sweatshirt from the Young Navy. Uh, dear Sklars, the no tipping thing has run its course. I just needed something new to make people hate me. Regards, Scotty Pippen, Lee and Harper. We're going to talk about Pippen. We're going to talk about Pippen and Pippen's comments. I, I don't want to give the whole takeaway, but the, he's a grown man and his name is Scotty. That's it. We're going to talk about that. We'll get into it. At what point do you lose the Scotty and just become Scotty? Jay, don't don't give away the store. D-Rod. D-Rod in the 925. Any chance we're going to hear from Marky Mark today? So swole. Be so so swole. Dude. Dude, you're not going to believe it. It's a good vibration. Dude, it's a good vibration. Watch out for Donnie. Uh, Greg I, D, by the way, said, great to hear the Scarborough's back in the jungle. War push off P, remembering he's not clutch in game six. War Conner in Canada calling in the show today. Conor. No, Conner. Yeah, I think it's Conner. C-O-N-N-E-R? I think it's, it's Conner. C-O-N-N-O-R. Oh, Conner. Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. You want my take or what? <laughs> <laughs> Is this girl? She's seven and she, she smokes? It's Conner. Uh, well, I am so excited because uh, we. I want to talk a little NFL. That's There's right. NFL action, and we. Have, it's closer than you think, Rand. We're we, a few weeks away. From I NFL know. We had this guy on our podcast. He's one of our favorite people. He's funny. Does a little comedy. I love him. Fantastic with all the fans. He's great on the NFL Network. NFL Network. We're of course talking about our friend Adam Rank. Mr. Rank, how are you, buddy? Oh, I am wonderful, and I cannot thank you both enough for the vine. And also, I have to point out, too, I also now have the hotline number again. Yes. Which I I really could have used that before the Mm smack-off. But I don't think that I'm not filing that away for next year. Oh, dude, you're going to get in the mix. Get in the mix. Yeah, I got got my farm boy funware on right now, which would only, that joke only resonates with Rob in Tampa. There you go. Anybody who goes that far back. Wow. But uh, this is huge. It's Tampa Bay. This is huge for me. It's okay. Tampa. If we call if we call it Tampa Bay, does that signify that we don't know that we're like that we're outsiders? People, <laughs> people in Tampa just call it Tampa. Am I right? 
Right. You got to say that you're from Ybor City, and I think that gives you some kind of street cred. Ybor City got name checked in a Hold Steady song. How do you like that? That's, wow. that's exactly how I know it from the Hold Steady. Thank you. Take it down to of Ybor course. City. Take that's it down the to Ybor. Yeah. They yeah. love it. That's Craig Finn. By the way, have you ever seen Craig Finn? And Jason Locke and Fora in a room at the same time. You haven't. No, no but we had those guys together. We had Craig Finn on this show years ago. We had him on this show. We talked about uh, the song he wrote about the twink. Don't call Don't him the twinkies. twinkies. About, the about the Minnesota twins. twins. That goes that far back the, of the hold steady. Uh, My can, gosh. Can you believe, Adam Rank, that there is football stuff to talk about right now? There actually are there a couple is. of stories. Let's, I Let's mean, dig into the Aaron Rodgers. Wait, before, hey, yes. can, I, can I ask you guys a question? Can sure. I ask you guys a favor? Sure. Of course. Guess, because, listen, like, I'm, a, I'm an old school. Let's go to Adam. Let's go to Fullerton, Adam. You're on the show. And it's the mantra <laughs> yeah. of the jungle to have a take and not suck. And yeah. I, I would be remiss. Take it. If I came onto the show, and I just, it's a non football take. I just wanted to get out there. And right. I was wondering, uh, because I used to call this show all the time. I got, by the way, I got in trouble for ditching class one time. Oh, my dad my God. caught me. My dad caught me not going to class because I won huge call of the day. You my did? My dad's driving around like, that's weird. How did you win huge call of the day when you're supposed to be in school? And you're I like, had no answer you, for you, that. You. But. Huge call but I won the huge call of the day. So I, if you don't mind, I got an, I got an Angels take. I got to get off. I, I want to hear mind? it. Hit it. Hit it. Can I do it? Okay. I, yeah. The only reason is is because this has been going around on Twitter, mm -hmm. and a lot of it is revolving around Shohei Otani. Mm -hmm. Yep. And every, and every time, you know, J.J. Watt was talking about So I guess this is football related. J.J. Watt was talking about it last night. I, I just said, listen, if things carry out the way that they are, mm -hmm. Shohei Otani is going to be the MVP. Easy. Like there's no reasonable explanation. And of course, people come in and what they like to say is, well, he's he's not as great of a hitter as Vladdy Jr. and mm -hmm. he's not as great of a pitcher as DeGrom. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the fact that you have to combine the best hitter and best pitcher mm -hmm. to make one Otani mm -hmm. kind of says it all. Yep. Yeah. You've made my point. And find me please, find me one non Blue Jays fan. Who's going to vote for Vladdy as MVP over Otani? I bet it's not going to happen. It's not so. going to happen. No, that's a great take and a great point. I agree with you. And the truth of the matter is, Shohei Otani, with his pitching and his hitting, should be able to carry the Angels to fourth place in the American <laughs> League West. Listen, bro, we've got the, one of the toughest. We got Oakland and mm -hmm. Houston that they have. I know that I shouldn't say we, but mm -hmm. listen, I spend enough money yes. at that ballpark yes. that I feel like I am I'm part owner. Of the team by now. Well, um, I agree. Listen, we're going to have Gar Rhinest, the batting stance guy, on at the top of next hour. We're going to talk about all of this stuff with him because I, I do question, like, what what do the Angels have to do next in order to, like, they, they already have Mike Trout. They already have Shohei Otani. What more do they have to do? Get all of them on the field at the same time. Okay. I think they've played. Fast. I think. I think Rendon, Trout, and Otani have played, like, four games together this entire season. Yeah. So, Hopefully, you know, listen, is it, we'll see what happens. They're playing New York again tonight, get on a little bit of a run, get above 500 before the all-star break, and then we'll just see what happens in the second half. Get well by playing the Yankees. I love that. It so, could be worse. You could be like us. You could be Cardinals fans. That's All right. right. Let's so, talk football. Let's talk football. Let's talk. First, okay. first things first, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers because I feel like this, first of all, you know we love Aaron Rodgers. We love him as a mm -hmm. person and think he is funny, 
Uh, Hall of Fame, dude. Hall of Fame. If he doesn't host Jeopardy, which I think is out of the question now, but I thought he was great. But if he doesn't host Jeopardy, where does he land? Like, wh- how is this thing going to play out? What are people on the inside saying? Yeah, I, I think that the most realistic expectation should be that he's going to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Right. And you can talk to anybody, even though I'm an Angels fan, I'm also <laughs> a Bears fan. And I've mm-hmm. seen enough times where it looks like Aaron Rodgers is down and out and he's getting carted off the field or what's happening. You're like, we got him now. And then 30 minutes later, here comes Aaron Rodgers out of the locker room, Mm -hmm. leading the Packers to another victory. And I think anybody who's a fan of a team in the, and the NFC North Mm -hmm. is kind of hoping like, yeah, he should go to Denver or you know what? Why don't you take the year off? Don't let them push you around, Aaron. You show them who's you are. You were great but, on Jeopardy. You were fantastic. You have a real I mean, wings. Get into Hollywood. He really was. And it wasn't. And it wasn't like the. Um, it wasn't a, a situation where it's. Uh, you know, he was good for a football player. I just thought he was good. He's like, great. As, a, as a regular like presenter. Great. Yes. I don't. I don't know why. I've, I've been watching too much of the Euro Cup now. I'm talking like presenter. A presenter. Uh, as a presenter, <laughs> yeah. he was. Uh, he was fabulous. Yeah. Like as a. Just, in general, you know, like Anderson Cooper does television every night. He was fine. And I don't think that Anderson Cooper was any better than Aaron Rodgers. There was he was a, even better at all. Right. No, there was so, excitement and, with Rodgers. Look, so what you're saying is Aaron Rodgers, one of one of his greatest plays, and I think his signature play, is throwing an absolute dart off his back foot as he's pe- backpedaling backwards. He's one of the quarterbacks that can put it in the tightest spot. Or at, a Hail Mary <laughs> at the end of a half. Off his back foot. So you're saying his <laughs> career right now is off his back foot, and he's going to come out throwing darts yeah okay he's gonna come out and it's gonna be like the playoff game against the cardinals when he executed not one but two desperation he hail mary yeah hail well isn't the hail is the hail mary one play i don't know or is it like like i I, I don't know i don't know what hail mary is we have no clue what a hail mary is i've never been to church is it it the roger staubach to drew pearson against the vikings or is it the is it encompassed Everything like so, you don't always say like oh is an immaculate reception. I saw the, the imma- like I saw the immaculate reception play on TikTok the other day, and I was like, <laughs> I just want to see this play again. And I saw it hit and off someone's helmet. First of all, Bradshaw had to do a lot to get out of to get out of the you know the pressure that was on him. And remember, that guy had shingles probably. <laughs> So he he gets out of the pocket and then he throws it probably thirty five yards. It's not a fifty sixty yard bump. And then it bounces backwards, backwards to to yeah. and and then Franco Harris has to beat someone who is on him. Yeah. He has to make a move at the very end and he comes in. To me, the best part about that play is that at that point, like this, I guess it was it it was where they played. I didn't even know the name of the stadium back then. Were they playing at Three three Rivers rivers back then? Three Rivers. They were playing at Three Rivers back then. Like, just everybody just climbed on the field. Everyone was like, okay, that's it. And and no one stopped (laughs) them. I'm like, where is security? Everyone's just climbing on the field. None. It was amazing. It was truly an amazing bet. Climbing off the wall like they were Dave Parker. Yeah. Coming down (laughs) onto the field. The Cobra. I think Stargell was on the field. Like, it was a a happening. And it's weird now to see it on TikTok. Right, you're like, is, I'm glad that the 13 year olds are discovering this play. Hey man, they should, know, great. They should, they should know about TikTok. that. I live about uh, to. All right, as a Bears fan, if we want to stay in the quarterback realm, are you excited about Justin Fields, or what? What's your? What are Bears fans saying, and what are insiders in the NFL saying? We're insane. Like we're going crazy. Like it is. It is the most. Like outside of actually winning a Super Bowl, 
that draft night was as closest as we could have ever been as a Bears fan. And you got to realize, like, I'm not a young person, but the best quarterback, the best Bears quarterbacks of my lifetime have been in order Jim McMahon. Yep. Jay Cutler Ooh, and Walter Payton on the halfback office. <laughs> not, even not even Rex Grossman. No Rex Grossman. Super Bowl. No, Rex no anybody but Rex Grossman. That was that was the word. They could have started anybody if they would have put Thomas Jones at quarterback. I love Thomas they, Jones. They should have just they just should have direct snapped to Devin Hester throughout that entire game. Cedric said, Benson, go, go win it. Cedric like, Benson. That's what Lovey Smith should have done. Just like, hey, you know what? Like, I get it. Like, you should traditionally have a quarterback but it's the super bowl your best player is arguably devin H- even erlacher played tight end in college dude erlacher so behind put him under center and let's let him go right, we, have, we have 60 seconds left we have 60 seconds left i wish we could talk to you forever dude. are you kidding me yeah, i know so it I went so fast time with the otani your i asked for takes. a segment with no hard out first of all yeah. uh, <laughs> we can go for two hours <laughs> we really could Where could Tell people how they can catch you because I want people to be able to watch you and check you out. NFL, NFL Network. Network. NFL Network. You know, I'll be on Good Morning Football Great. replacing for the day Kyle Brandt on Thursday. Who, by the way, Kyle called me the doink of the, doink the clown of the NFL. No, dude. And, I disagree. The with NFL the, Network. I disagree I, with that take. I, I, uh, re, I'm not going to rack that take. All right, guys, we are back coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process. Rocket can. Sklar Brothers here, and the studio is full. My heart is full because Gar Ryness, the batting stance guy, one of our favorite people in this world. Best follow on Instagram ever. Best sports impressionist out there, period. He can do anybody's batting stance, uh, is with us to talk baseball. Gar, how you doing, buddy? Sensational. Right? Great to see you. In between you both, right. I look like a steroids version of you. My you're nose the, is bigger, my you're muscles. Jacked you're up. the 98 version of us. <laughs> so, right, if it's the today version, I got to check your hands to see if there's any spider tack on the hands. A sticky situation. Is there a sticky situation? They're, che- they're checking everyone, aren't they? We should have known when Yadi Molina had that ball stick to his chest, chest. protector. Like Lester Hayes <laughs> in the just the stick, stick of yeah. one yeah, hand yeah. up and it just the football stuck right to it. So I, I know you are in just pure bliss because of the season has been a really interesting season so far. It's actually been a really fun baseball season. Including so the fact that your Giants are off the charts, playing way over there. <laughs> How heads. is this happening? The Giants, we're saying they're like the nephews of like famous sports players. Like yes. that's who this team is. It's like like Mike Yastrzemski, you will never be Carl Yastrzemski, and yet you are playing on, on an unbelievable level in a way that maybe Carl could never have played. Donovan Solano, you have Evan Longoria, probably the younger brother of Eva Longoria. Maybe. Probably. You don't know. You, you have all sorts of players. They're really good one through eight. Not one, even like the best player had to take the year off to hang out with his family in Atlanta, like Buster Posey. <laughs> yes. Um, Brandon Crawford's good because he's Garrett. He's like related to Garrett Cole now because somebody married someone's sister. <laughs> so they, they have. Do you think Garrett Cole complains about everything? Like I imagine Garrett Cole like complaining about the food at that wedding. Yes. Yeah, his voice is a little bit different. It's like, I, I just don't understand why we can't put sticky stuff on our gloves. I just think of when They're he, ruining everything. Like, stop complaining about what they're ruining. You got your money. 
Like, shut up. You got your money and that's it. Like, you got $300 million. The, the, the argument that we need time to readjust to pitching without cheating again, to me, is it's the, like the worst, it's the worst. absurd thing that a human being can say. Well, we all have kids. Right. So they, they're they the ones that will come up with how unfair enforcing a rule is. Jay's son, in this last break, just texted him. And Five said, minutes ago, my son, my 12-and-a-half-year-old son said, Dad, are you home? Texted him. <laughs> Jay does not have a huge house. I do house. not have a big house so that tells me one of two things my son just woke up and he's too lazy to get out of his bed to see are you home no, no. We're doing a radio show right now so yeah i mean that whole line of he does that did feel like a petulant child did move. he think that people would be on his side but, well we're gonna we're gonna rally behind you because we want to see more yeah cheating. we want to see you guys cheat more yeah i i like the i like the excuse of well I understand that there's rules, but you guys aren't going about enforcing it the, the right, right way. way. He's picking out the tiny. Like, Come on, guys. You want you, you got my back. You want to see another pitcher who's kind of average strike out 11 people in a row. It's more not than Tom cool. Seaver. Not cool. <laughs> I mean, I know these are rules, but it's not cool. So so if I were to say, OK, so Aaron Nola strikes out 10 guys in a row in a row. If DeGrom does it. You say to yourself, this guy is historically. He's been doing it. He's yeah. been doing it. He's historically yeah. great. They will still lose one nothing. In they will 10. still lose <laughs> one nothing. He's going to lose that game. Unless We're getting he no gets decision. two hits Unless, in RBI. By the way, he might. He yeah. could. He might. But the the idea that like this that Aaron Nola was the guy who did it. And I'm not saying Aaron Nola isn't bad. He's a good pitcher. But is he is he Jacob Degrom? No. So there's a. It's um, not Tom Seaver. No, there's well he. Equals he is them Tom with that ten second. That's my point. So there's a there's a graphic on social media right now where somebody has taken the miles per hour mm -hmm. and the spin rate right. over the last seven days. Okay. And so it's one of those graphs that, that yeah, that, and it and it goes forward and it goes forward and then it just drops. Drops. So the spin rate, whatever you want to say. It is just dropped off a table, whereas everybody, by the way, is still throwing 100 or 98 or 97. Right, but spin rate for yeah. people, it just shows, it allows the movement of the ball. So if you're throwing 100 and your ball is moving at the very yeah. end, that's impossible to or hit. moving it. up and down. People so I talked, yes. I talked to Pedro Martinez when I was shooting this little thing for TBS that we were doing, and I was on the set with those guys. We were watching playoff games, and Jimmy Rollins, we were sitting Jimmy Rollins, Pedro Martinez, and Gary Sheffield. And Pe awesome. Jimmy Rollins said, Mike Schmidt, when he was teaching me how to hit, he said, do you have a laptop computer? Computer, Which, by the way, was a little weird of a question. Does he not think I have a laptop? Can I borrow it? I don't know. So Schmidt's like, Schmidt's like, do you have a laptop computer? Open it up. See the screen that on your laptop computer right here? Do you see this right here? This is your hitting zone. If a ball is out of this zone, don't hit it. Hmm. Pedro Martinez said, okay, take that laptop. He literally was like, okay, now go an inch below the laptop. That's where I want to throw every pitch. Because oh. you think it's going to be in that screen, and then yeah. you hit it, and it's just you're going to top it. So his thing was to make you think that that's what it is. So if you're throwing 100 miles an hour at a last second. Spin helps the ball go up and dip, down. Or so up and yes, down. Or up up and, down. and side to side, a bat can still, you can still make contact with the ball. But if you're going up and down, that's how you get so that's, players so to So to him, miss. that was the ultimate in terms of like pitching. So again, that is the reason why we've seen seven no hitters this year already. Yeah. Already, that's what was last year. Yeah, and there's a bunch that are this, so this happened in 1990, 91. I mean, I don't know if everybody was using the same stuff back then. You think like, so? Well, it's just there's a 
there's an up and down. It's it's right. It's the real estate market in Silver Lake. It's it's up and down. It's crazy hot and then it's low. And yeah, so yeah. I don't know why in 1990, 91, 92, there was a bunch of no hitters also, and then there was none for a little bit. And right. then you know, I remember. Do you remember growing up? There was Len like, Barker, and no, that's it. Dave Steeb took like every start into the ninth inning with a perfect game and that's one right. out. You know, like that's right. Mm-hmm. And and then the fact that some of these super crazy Hall of Famers never get it. That's right. Right. And then the players that do. Bob Forsh had, I think, a no-hitter. Yeah, Mike Warren of the A's had one in 1983. I remember that. He doesn't remember that. He doesn't remember that. He's like, did I? He's like, Mike Witt? I did not play in the majors. Did Mike Witt have one? He had one of those. I believe he had the. He and Langston. Oh, yeah. No, he had a perfect game in the last game of the season. Perfect game. Texas. Just, But those are the things you remember because it happened twice in the 80s. This is happening like every week here in this. And we're like not even to the midpoint of the season. So the trading line will be interesting to see if if pitchers who have been having success maybe because of the sticky stuff, Mm -hmm. you pay a premium for them, give your best minor leaguer, and then they come over and they're not that good. They're not that good. Eric Cole, there's been a bunch of people even in the last week or two Mm -hmm. who I don't know if it was just random they had a bad start. Or if now their curveball doesn't drop, do, doesn't drop. It's yeah. not even drop. It's like wiffle ball stuff. Like Blake Trinan threw a, it, it like almost hits you and then it goes in the dugout on the left side. Like yeah. it, it's been crazy. Like Greg Maddox wiffle ball because they stuff. don't know how to throw it anymore because they knew they they knew with this sticky stuff I can do this, but yeah. now it's off of it and it's like yeah you're you're gonna have to throw the ball the way everybody else throws the ball. So I prefer to have there be more contact and then ball in play because this like three true outcomes where it's a homer, a strikeout, or a walk. I took a I took a friend that's around our age has never been to a game before. Right. Took him to a Cardinals. He's Dodger never been to game. a game. Never been to a game. At like near fifty years old. Yeah, yeah. I guess like late like early forties. Okay. okay. And um it was it was weird how how trying to explain how there's maybe like two minutes and forty seconds where there's a ball in play. Where yeah. there's like some kind of action because right. it was like strikeout, 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 walk, walk. There was a homer and then strikeout, strikeout. Mm-hmm. So back in the eighties it was like Stolen base, throw over to first. In the 80s, bunts. it was Vince Coleman chopped the ball down on the ground. He's at first. He steals second. He steals third. And then they manufacture And it was home. so embarrassing to strike out. Right. You know, like. Yeah. Like Contact certain, hitters were paid money. And there are certain guys right now, like um, Luis Arise of Minnesota. There are certain players where, like Jason Kendall back in the day, that, yeah. that just didn't strike out. So they, they they would have like 18 plate appearances for every strikeout. You know, Tony yeah. Glenn would have like 600 at-bats and 24 strikeouts. That's right. Whereas some guys will have 24 strikeouts like this week. Right. <laughs> right. And you look at it to go to a game. When you go to the game, yeah. you see you, when you see the shift in in its actuality, you yeah. say, well, why can't you're a, you're a professional baseball player? Like you see Tiger Woods bouncing a ball on a golf club yeah. and then hitting it out of midair. Why can't you hit the whole left side of the field is open? Well, and how the, can you not even like lay down a bunt? Like, wouldn't we learn how to do that to counteract the shift so that you force people to be honest? That's like in basketball when you have a big man who can hit a three every once in a while. Yeah. And then that forces them to have to come out and guard yeah. him. And then that clears out the lane. So, like, how in baseball has that adjustment not happened after the shift? I'm shocked by that. I'm shocked that somebody like Joey Gallo doesn't say, all right, as an experiment, I'm going to be the first person to hit 406. Since Just by every, you're going to shift on me every time? I'll hit it to I'm the. Gonna, I'm going to bunt. I'm going to be the first person ever to get 
61 straight hits. So it's like bunt, bunt to the third base. Bunt to third base. And then once they're like, screw this, we're getting, we're, we're, then just you know, hit it. Chris Taylor. They're not, you know, right. like everyone plays straight up because who knows where the ball's going to go. Well, then, I mean, Gallo hits it so hard. Freddie Freeman hits it so hard. Like, yeah. The ball will probably find make it, it through. Find yeah. a hole. Yes. Whereas, like, when Max Muncie hits it really hard to right field, it's like Machado and at the wall catches but it. But it's like it's like stubborn. It's like when yes. someone's like, I don't want to give up drinking. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to give up eating snacks. I, I'm not. Yeah. Do, why are you taking that away from me? It's like, no, yeah. you're a professional player. It's when, when Jordan realized I can't get up over people. He in, started the fadeaway. He started the fadeaway jump shot. Like, you need to build that in your arsenal. Well, and there's a there's a lameness that a lot of athletes don't want to look. Right. So right. I guess Rick Barry tried to get Shaq to do, do the, the underhanded which, throw. Shaq's right. He, it would have looked lame. But what if he sinks seventy percent of his shots? I mean, then you remove Hackashack from the. He's like the, the now he's the best player of all, all time. time. But you know no, what I'm saying? If, but he, he doesn't want to look lame. If he wins 11 championships. A bunt is lame. Yeah, it's lame. Could you see, and I'll bring this up to you because I want to see your stance on this, Kyle Schwarber just bunting all over the place. So Kyle, <laughs> He doesn't have to right now because that dude is on fire. He's hit 15 home runs in 17 games. So the math of that insane. those last 17 games where he's 15 home, home runs. runs, I think only Sosa and Bonds have ever had a 17-game streak like that. Incredible. Okay. So the math of that is if he kept that up all season, the greatest three home run hitting seasons of all time would be Maguire 70, Bond 73, mm-hmm. Schwarber 143. <laughs> <laughs> That's will never happen. Will never yes. happen. That is cr- Look it up. That's, That's real crazy. math. 143 home runs Jeez. if he keeps up a 0.88 homers per, per game. game. That's, that's what it is. That's almost as many RBIs as George Foster had in 1977. I love, that, I love that Hack RBIs. Wilson will forever, until somebody gets. 183, it's right? Like, I think it's 191. 191. Oh Hank Greenberg. Hank Greenberg has, which too. had some big. So Schwarber hit, is now just hitting so many home runs. He can do whatever he wants. When he, and, he, and he hit them all. This, that whole streak, he hit them all as a leadoff hitter. So I, I love, I mean, that's the one good thing that Moneyball and math and nerds and stats have done is like, wait, this guy that gets on base a lot, let's have him hit more times this year. That's right. It's call. like LeBron, you bring the ball up. Yeah, it's like yeah. point forward. Who's it's like be Ben Simmons, you, well, you? not oh, Ben yeah. Simmons. That's <laughs> a bad example, but right. like, you know what I'm saying. Ben Simmons, you date a Kardashian. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That's the point. So Kyle Schwerber hit a home run where he just, look, can you do, can you? Will you do Kyle Schwarber? So his he hit two home runs yesterday. Mm-hmm. His his first homer. So he always he always looks like he's kind of like clearing cobwebs. So he'll have something in his in mouth. his mouth. He'll then stand up, but he'll stand his his upper body is super straight, but mm-hmm. then his knees are really bent, right? Like Eric Sogard low. Yeah, and then <laughs> he'll he'll have his hands be pretty low. There's uh-huh. a new thing going on where a lot of people keep their hands like um. You know, Gary Reinecke low. Right. <laughs> so low. Wow. And then he'll bounce around a little bit, and then he'll do a pretty high leg kick, all things considered. Yeah. He'll loop the bat around, and then when he finishes the swing on that first swing, yesterday, yeah. the first homer, he just holds it. He, he held it like it was going to be his baseball card. He just holds it. It's actually kind of like an awkward Pilates pose. He just <laughs> right. It's like, it. and Warrior three, two. He was doing and some pranayama core, breathing. Exactly. The first of two homers that Taylor Trammell hit the other day, 
actually the second home run, he didn't hold it. He flipped it up with one hand, caught it with the other, and then flipped the bat that way. And here's wow. the great thing about Instagram in 2021 yeah. is I'll see a play like that, go in the backyard, shoot the video of that player. Right. And then that player will see it within 24 hours. We'll see it. Amazing. Because you tag him in it. Yeah. Or even sometimes or when they I, don't. Yeah. So when yeah I they don't, just like, find it. They just like find it. Tyler Stevenson. There's mm-hmm. a guy on the Reds right now. Big, hulking, awesome. He yeah. does this thing where he will like um, like Dr. Evil. Uh-huh. He will. <laughs> One finger. He will kiss his pinky. <laughs> hit it against a medallion. What is it's so su- every punch every, every, every pitch if you told me kiss if medallion you, if kiss you told medallion. me that's what Vin Diesel does in F9 I'd be like I believe <laughs> yeah it. probably I buy it but then back to Tyler so he basically so I show that online and then he starts following me and now what'll happen is if I post something he'll send it to the right person so it's almost like the he's your guy your yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah, so he's and, awesome. And you, you know, we're talking to Gar right now as the batting stance guy. Phenomenal follow at batting stance guy on Instagram. The Instagram stuff you do is on a daily basis is phenomenal. And he's at got bat- a book, a great book. Yeah, please tell him the name of the title of the book. So. Batting stance guy, a love letter to baseball. It's about the fifty greatest stances of my lifetime. So Jay, so there's a baseball, a, I don't want to call it secret, but like a private like baseball dinner that happens like every year. A friend of ours puts it together with like the guy who wrote what what movie did he write? Like just like Eight Men Out or whatever. Oh yeah, Ron Shelton. Yeah, yeah, so the guy wrote Eight Men Out and like just this famous baseball person that Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Yeah. So Gar and I go to this thing and we literally at a certain point just people start calling out stances and it was like the most joyous thing I've ever seen. He's doing everyone's stance, like every single person's stance that everyone's calling out and people are dying. And I've seen you do this in locker rooms where you pick like the the third guy of who's platooning in right field. He's a utility guy and you learn that guy's stance and you do it and the place just Goes breaks crazy. up. It's just incredible. So Crush city. do you feel like the Instagram is now kind of raising that and what you do to an even higher level? Yeah. And what's been fun is so in, let's say, 2008 and nine, when teams started having me on the field, there was a fear of managers because it was a lot of like Mike Sosha, Joe mm-hmm. Torrey, yeah. Buck Showalter, a lot of like mean business. Old no, school. Dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's almost like how people would describe their dad. Like, hey, hurry up, clean this hurry up. up your dad's your dad coming. Here. He's <laughs> going to be mad, so just do the Turn off the, the thing. TV. My dad's coming. <laughs> <laughs> turn and so, And so then what's happened is... Start the car. Tony LaRusso needs to fall asleep. <laughs> right. So a bunch of the players that were on the field with me in 08, you know, 09 saying hurry up yeah. now are the managers. That's right. So, so they love it. During the World Series in 2017, mm-hmm. A.J. Hinch direct messaged me, hey, we got to get you out to... West Palm for spring training. So then the Astros had me in in the locker room. in the locker room, oh, and you were just banging the trash. I was can. not. I was okay, not. I was just this, was, this, was, this was pre pre that. It was their okay. last really good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just a good cry. But now the now, now the, they've won like seventeen in a row. They're like you know, there's no one can say they're just insane. Well, they lost oh, the Orioles yeah. last That's night, right. but okay. Right. Yeah, and they have the best run differential. They they have a couple. They're going to be, be fine, guys. They're going to be fine. 
They're gonna the Astros are gonna be fine. They're fine. They're, They're doing fine. their best. Yes. They're fine. So so it's amazing that those guys are now in inviting you. Twelve years later, those are the guys who are inviting you out to to do this stuff. I just think it's so great. It's again a level of sports impressionism, and we have friends who do impressions and whatnot. It's just the the attention to the detail and how you make it your own is my favorite thing. And for you and for this season, we were talking before you came on the air. The best players right now, the, the, the people you want to be doing well and are at the yeah. top of the game are doing well. Yeah, so if you don't have a team that, or like you're a Phillies fan and you're like, it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals, Cardinals fans, fans yeah. it's been a nightmare this the year. The bottom so has dropped out. If, if you're just rooting for Baseball. the sport, yeah. Um, I couldn't have come up with a better list of people to be awesome this year. So right. like... Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That's great. That would be awesome if he was fun, you know, because he to me seems like a guy who never tucks his shirt in. Dad was awesome. Yeah, no, he he (laughs) he he didn't want to last year and he lost some weight. Now he's fine with it. (laughs) But like Fernando Tatis Jr. is is electric. He's incredible. Jay, you went down to the Padres. He didn't even play that game, and I was so bummed. I went to the Padres game, excited to see him. I forgot what it was like to be in the presence of just a dynamic superstar yeah, guy I, who you're like agreed. every time he comes to the plate the whole you feel the energy in the whole stadium rise up. Yeah, and he and he's for the old crowd, they remember Fernando Tatis. Yeah. They like that. They like that he's like a 6-3 shortstop like a bunch of ripkin. But but then he wears a pink armband and yeah. he looks like a skater and it, like he's cool for the young kids. Young totally. kids cool. love him. Like Ricky Henderson was kind of cool for all ages. Right. Like Julio Franco was kind of like cool funny for, for all he's ages. He's cool for everyone and really cool for people who are ARP. <laughs> he actually was all ages. <laughs> <laughs> so is Pujols. And then are you crazy? Shohei Otani. Like I, I've I been so bummed that he's had like like so Injuries, so may yeah. and i that went he's to in the, the witness game. protection program i'm sorry the los angeles angels <laughs> yeah my daughter and i went to the game where he basically walked off the mound in the knee to tommy john surgery oh so i was God. like oh shoot he's oh, already no. you're like i can never go to a game again because he'll just get and injured. so he he's just so incredible luckily mm-hmm. luckily he was on the angels because had he had kind of a bust of a three-year start on the Yankees or oh the Red Sox. Yeah, Forget it would have been over. But is there, a moment, is there a moment where you're like, when are the Yankees going after this dude and trying to pull him in? Dude, he, yes. Well, yeah, it's going to happen. Dude, he is unbelievable. Like the, the, what was that series? He, he got a win pitched in the first game in Tigers. One. Four game series against the Tigers. Game one mm-hmm. gets, the, gets win. the win as yep. a pitcher. Game and two throws so many 100 mile an hour pitches. Yep. Game two hits two homers. Game three hits one homer. Game four hits one homer. Like Babe Ruth did that. You know, where you win a game yeah. and then hit and then four hit or five homers. Yeah, that's right. That, I mean, the, and the, we're talking like 1921. We're talking 100 years ago. And he's just, he is also like this statuesque guy. I was watching the College World Series last night. And everyone in the College World Series, like everyone on Vanderbilt is 5'9". Yeah. They're 5'9". Amazing players. Great speed, great skills, fundamentally sound. Except for their pitchers. Fun, the the pitchers, pitchers are big, big, but I'm saying the all the position players are just little guys. Everyone's Fernando Vina size. So when you see Aaron Judge and when you see Giancarlo yeah. Stanton and when you see J.D. Martinez and you see these guys, they're like just they're larger Giants. than life. You understand why they get paid what they get paid and why they are. Who What's they are. different with Otani than all the guys you just mentioned is he'll flare one to center and get a double because he's that fast. He's Unbelievably fast, like three point six seconds. One of those, yeah. one of those numbers. It's weird, yeah. you know, to get to first, yeah. and then so he'll beat out. Inf- he bunted to first and beat it out. Wow! So th- there was a there was a streak last week or something where it was like his last eight hits were like 
Homer, Homer, bunt single. Homer, Homer, bunt single. Homer, Homer. It's like, what are you doing? Insane. And then yeah. and doing it. He's a, so fast. So he and then is, he throws 100 miles an hour. I mean. How is he not? I mean, he'll win the MVP, as we were talking about with Adam Rank, and we only have a few seconds left yeah. here with you. But again, I'm going to mention everybody. Uh, go to his Instagram at the batting stance guy, batting stance guy, and batting stance at batting stance G on Twitter. Just follow him and get bat, the book. Get the book, batting stance guy. Love letter of baseball. I love having you on. We could talk to you forever, Garines. Uh, there you go, guys. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, maybe a special call from Jerry Jones. We'll see. This yes. is the Sklar Brothers filling in for Jim Rome on CBS Sports Radio. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. Hour two at the midpoint of the show. Gar Ryan as the batting stance guy. He gave us some baseball cards. I love it. He always comes with treats. He gave the whole crew cards. I love it. Uh, and he always comes with treats. Just fantastic. I could sit and talk to him. That was a 22-minute segment of radio, and it felt like, I don't know, five minutes. Hey, if you like what we do on the show, uh, we have a podcast uh, called View from the Cheap Seats. And we also are starting a Patreon. Sklar Brothers. Go to patreon.com. Search Sklar Brothers. Uh, Watch us on America's Got Talent tonight as we do stand-up. That's tonight. The thing I want to share about our Patreon is that we are going to be doing new episodes of Cheap Seats. Yeah. If you love the show, Cheap Seats, where we would watch old, weird footage. We are scouring the internet for crazy footage. The first one we are going to do is about a, what was it? It's like an underground slap fight. Have you seen those slap fights where guys just slap the hell out of each other? And women. Yes. Do it to each other. But yes. like the we just the line up the slap. Because the moment where you line and up the, crowd the slap chance. One, two, three. And but then the, they slap. the the first thing you're about to slap someone open handed across the face. But there's a moment where, where you, they, they touch, touch it. face. It's I'm so like, intimate. That might be more intimate than most marriages. Right. That's so good. It's gorgeous. So that uh, that's gonna be our first one. So that's uh at patreon.com. Uh, search Sklar Brothers and you can get And you can find it and be a part of that. Uh, as we talked with Adam Rank a little bit about football uh, and the NFL and landing spots for, I wondered if things don't work out with Dak Prescott, could Jerry Jones make a play Scoop for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Well, the beauty is that we have a pipeline to Jerry Jones and uh, he is on the line right now. And I wonder what he's doing in this offseason in this time right now. So, uh, Mr. Jones, how are you, sir? Are you there? Uh, yes, I'm doing just fine. I want to just uh, briefly address, uh, you said you have a pipeline to me. Uh, in fact, uh, I have several pipelines sure. uh, running under uh, the stadium. Uh, uh, I have contracts with uh, oil companies, mm-hmm. gas companies, yep. and uh, Elon Musk is uh, sending a kind of a laser electron thing going through there. So we got all wow. kinds of deals. Good to pipeline. know. Good to know that you have a, and good to know that you have a connection with Elon Musk. Would you ever go up into space? If Elon Musk said, Mars? If Elon Musk said, I want to send Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones Jones up into space. Would you be like, sure, I'll go? Well, as as long as uh, the barback billionaire Mark Cuban is nowhere to be found. Okay, uh, I know you I'd don't like happy, him. I'd right. be happy to be there to be uh, far removed uh, from his presence. Right, I agree. Well, listen, uh, it's like Darth Vader. I feel it when he's around. Was there? <laughs> it's like Darth Vader. You have a difficult time breathing. Uh, was there Schadenfreude at all in the way that now they have built a good team? They have a superstar on their team, but in the way that the Mavericks, because I know you don't like Mark Cuban, in the way that the Mavericks Mavericks kind of dropped flamed out, of, out, flamed out a little bit in the playoffs when it looked like they were going to beat the Clippers. Uh, well, uh, this is uh, uh, this is something I predicted uh, years and years ago. Uh, I said from the beginning that uh, Mr. Cuban was a fraud, mm-hmm. uh, and um, and in fact, I had my own uh, 
uh, audit of him, and he was uh, more of a fraud it uh, in, uh, in reverse. Uh, it, okay, right, that the sure. numbers he was cooking up over there didn't line up. Sure. Okay, when he put up American Airlines mm-hmm. Arena, for mm-hmm. instance, mm-hmm. Uh, that was highly leveraged against the uh, uh, the rodeo uh, down there in Mesquite. He had a yeah. couple of cattle. <laughs> uh, he was turning them upside down, mm-hmm. you know, flipping them. You know how yeah. you flip, uh, Time flip up. houses. Time he up. He was flipping. He was flipping bulls. Okay. And it was and it was a lot of bull. And now yeah. the the chickens are coming home to roost on the bulls, and it's all um, hell and high water. It's falling apart. Good all for right. him. So 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 let's talk about the Cowboys in the yes, upcoming let's year. Do that. Let's are move you... it over to the team that matters in Dallas. Okay. America's, America's team. team. Are, will the Cowboys talk to me because you're in a division that is let's just say it's it's down. It's down. I don't think the Eagles are going to be any great shakes. Although I I do like their quarterback, but I I don't think the Eagles are going to be that great. I don't think the Redskins are going to do too much. Redskins? You mean the Washington football team? I'm sorry, the Washington football team. Exactly. And then I... Uh, can, we make, uh, can we make very clear uh, which one of you said that uh, so that I know? That was Randy. I apologize. And then I don't think the uh, Giants uh, are... And uh, I don't uh, think... Guess what? Uh, you've been canceled. Thank okay. you. I finally... That was a mistake, but fine. I apologize. I right, do yeah. apologize. I just, I'm just glad it's you uh, for <laughs> once and not me. I apologize. It is the Washington football team, but I don't think that any of the... I actually think the... The, the Dallas Cowboys has the best chance right now to, to win the division at 7-9. and nine. Am I right? 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Everything uh, that you're saying right now uh, is uh, is absolutely a, a music to my ears. Mm-hmm. If I was out on the pontoon with Jeannie right now, we'd sure. be dancing on the deck. There you go. Sure. Uh, by the way, she's out there, and uh, she is maskless, just for those who would be curious. Um, <laughs> Good uh, to know. I, I, you know. Whatever she wants to do. I, I myself, by the way, uh, yes, I do think we will win the division. I think we'll win uh, seven and nine. Uh, we don't need eight and eight this year. In the past, we needed eight and eight. We can drop one. Uh, like, uh, you know, you can drop a quarterback or a receiver sure. and still still be all right. Sure, but uh, but I do want to say this. I just jumped over. Sorry for the segue, but uh, sure. okay. You know, uh, talking about masks and all that. Yeah, you did. You know, there's bring a that man up. out there right now who I would like to uh, uh, directly address. Um, I think I know Cole. who it is. Cole, I know you're out there. Cole uh, I know you can hear me. I've tried to call you on the Jericho line. You haven't responded. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm, but I'm sending out the I'm sending out the signal right now. Okay. Come home. Come, come back to daddy. Okay. okay, so you want him to come back. Because Cole Beasley, I mean, he was a great position. The, the very definition of, of a, a possession, possession receiver. receiver yeah. But what if he gets COVID? I mean, he's saying, I'm not going to get vaccinated. Is there a plan if for the players who don't want to get vaccinated? Is there a Jerry Jones plan to vaccinate these players? Uh, once again, I will. Um, it's, it's amazing how many times I'm going to compliment you. I'm getting uncomfortable, actually. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, Sorry. but you are right on point. Uh, th- not only is there a plan, mm-hmm. there's a product. And you know where there's a plan. There's always a product. With, with Jerry, me. there is. There's always a product yes. with every plan. Sure. Well, and I've been talking uh, with uh, uh, government forces from Mexico to Iceland, mm-hmm. and we've been working on uh, something that's really special, I think. Um, it's one of the most special things I've seen, frankly, since Gatorade. Uh, it's called Jerry Juice. Jerry, Jerry Juice. Juice? Yes, yes. What is and it? Is, uh, yeah, yeah, well, it's, uh, uh, it's, um, I was going to call it Moderna, but the Moderna people well, apparently Moderna is not a bad, bad plan yeah. right there. Yeah. Right. Well, we're, we're we're going to figure that out in court. Maybe we'll go back to that. But nonetheless, uh, it's a fully effective. I mean, and we're talking 110 oh, uh, percent wow. efficacy, That's not only against uh, COVID, uh-huh. but it also takes care of, uh, you know, tummy aches and those kinds of problems, oh, nice. uh, it's, minor it's headaches. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a cure all. OK, good. Now, I, now, I, now, listen, now, let me just qualify. I don't want to expose myself to liability here, but do, please I will do not. tell you 
uh, that uh, that those results are based on uh, tests, uh, uh, testing things that I've done um, uh, with my own sons. Oh, that's the only. You're only testing on your own. That's the whole yeah. control group is you're testing on Jerry Jr. Yeah. and your other yeah. sons. Yes, that's true. Well, I've been a little, I've been, I've been a little lighter on Stephen. Uh, I know Jerry Jr. is. Uh, He's just got a little bit of a thicker skull and, uh, and, and big bones. He's got big bones. So he we, does. We're, we're not as scared of giving him a little bit extra. It's like okay, hope, so you know, whatever happens, you're experimenting your new vaccine called Jerry Juice. Jerry Juice on your kids, and you say it's got 110% efficacy. Uh, that's right, because both of my sons uh, so far are 100% fine. Uh, uh, excluding some uh, uh, factors that are uh, congenital that, that have uh, nothing to do really, with really more on, they're season. more on genius side. Wow! Hey, okay, you're going to put that on them. Yeah. Okay. So, and when will this product be ready to go to market? And is this the type of thing that you say to Cole Beasley? Come on back, play with the Cowboys. I'll give you a little bit of Jerry Juice, and you'll be fine. That's exactly it. Uh, uh, and and again, uh, I'm not to be rude. I'm going to sidestep you guys for just one moment. Sure, uh, Cole. Uh, you know that when uh, you came over and uh, metaphorically sat on my lap, Cole's kind of a. Now I'm back to you guys. He's kind of a diminutive fellow. He is a small uh, when guy. You, when you sat on my lap uh, uh, three or four Christmases ago, <laughs> oh, I said, to, "I said to you, uh, you're you're my you're my true son, mm-hmm. uh, uh, with your golden locks and your and your surprisingly long strides on sure. the field, and your they are surprising. Your, uh, you're larger than uh, average size hands for a five ten man. Okay, all right. This I got said, I said you will. I said you will always have a home here, and that still remains the truth. You come back to Arlington. You come back to the stadium where you were birthed into this league, mm-hmm. and I will fill you with Jerry Juice. You that, will never have. Hey, this is getting really strange. This is that. really, really going out on a limb here. Well, listen. well, that's because you guys. Uh, don't understand uh, the bond that uh, that, uh, that an owner slash father can have uh, with his investment. And I, that is, I that understand. Is what, well, listen. Yeah. I, I I hope you get a chance. You know, in in the most medical way possible, to fill as many people with out there juice. with Jerry Juice as possible. And uh, don't forget to get your star masks, uh, America's Team star masks, available. Sure. Uh, they are properly ventilated, so you don't feel like you're uh, you're suffocating in there. They have uh, they do have uh, breathing holes uh, throughout. So okay, great, good, good to know, Fantastic. Jerry Jones. We appreciate you joining us every single time. Good luck to you. Uh, don't spend all that money in one place like oh I don't know a Hall of Fame party. All how right. About, how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? There you go, Jerry Jones. Thank you so much. Uh, we got a nice How note. About them Good night now.